last episode, we explored a bit the pre-Portugal Brazil. Brazil was habitated by many native nations, college tribes, for thousands of years. They developed their habits, their culture, their religion, and lived here in a relative state of peace. And things would change radically only in 1500, when another people arrived in America, the Portuguese. But the question we have to make is, why did the Portuguese arrive in Brazil? Why did they left Europe? What was going on in Europe at that very moment that culminated in the world we know today? And of course, in order to answer to this question, we have to look backwards. My name is Emerson Santos, and this is Brazil for Beginners. The year is 1139, and Afonso VII was the king of Galicia, León, Castilla, and Toledo. The lands we today know as Portugal belonged to him. But in that very year, Dom Afonso Rodrigues proclaimed the independence of Portugal and himself as the first king of the new country. Dom Afonso Rodrigues was the first king of the Borgonha dynasty. This dynasty ruled Portugal for almost 300 years, and in 1385, the last king of Borgonha dynasty died, which generated a family fight. Sad thing. The daughter of the dead king was Beatriz, and she was married to the king of Castilla, who believed to be the heir to the Portuguese throne. But the Portuguese merchants didn't want Portugal to be dependent again. That was how the Avis Revolution started. Portuguese people rejected the idea of being a small part of Castilla. They considered this as a regression. João I, the master of Avis and bastard of an old king of Portugal, fought against Castilla supported by the merchant class and won. He established the Avis dynasty, a dynasty which would rule Portugal for more than 300 years. All this medieval politics may sound complicated, and really is, but I invite you to try to comprehend at least that a new dynasty emerged in Portugal in 1385, the Avis dynasty, in the Avis revolution. It's important because this event is an important checkpoint in our history. Here begins Portugal as a nation-state, the first modern state in Europe, different from a medieval pattern. Welcome to the absolutism. But the Avis Revolution was not the only important thing in Portugal in the 14th century. All over Europe, the Black Death killed lots of people, reducing the population to 60%. A hundred million people died, and only two centuries after, Europe had the previous number again. It was much more terrifying than the coronavirus, because people had no idea what was going on. 
In the beginning of the 15th century, Italy was not the country you know today. Actually, it was not a country. There were some independent cities, as like Genoa and Venice, and those two towns were extremely important. They were the center of the world. It's okay, we can include Florence to this. But the fact is that those Italian cities were responsible to bring spices to a medieval Europe. If it doesn't sound a big deal to you, it's because you may have a fridge where you can keep your food. Imagine that Europe was not what it is today. Life was complicated. And preserving food was not easy as it is today. They had not those McDonald's burgers that never decompose. So buying from the Asian was trivial. Europe, in the beginning of the 15th century, was still medieval. There weren't cities as today, but fields. There wasn't a state that could negotiate with another state and buy food resources. No. And the Italian new towns were the first places where trade was gaining form and strength again since the Roman Empire. And that's why they were the center of the world. Because revolution was coming from there. That's our scenario. The Europeans of the 15th century barely know something about the world around them. They didn't know anything about Asia or Africa, their neighbors. They didn't know what was beyond the Sahara Desert or beyond Constantinople to the east. Because Europe, at that very moment, was a battlefield. Even in the modern cities as Florence, life was complicated. Many times fights happened in Florence, for example, in order to conquer this town. Think about the life of Machiavelli, for example. And other events would shake even more the structures of Europe in 1453. The Ottoman Empire took Constantinople. The Italian independent towns made business with the Byzantine Empire. And when it was taken by the Ottomans, life in Europe turned even harder. The free trade between Italians and East became difficult. Portugal and the northern newborn states faced the fall of their dreams after so much hard work. And in Portugal, they also had a crisis in the coin system. In the last episode, I said something that I want to bring to light again. Development comes from necessary. And I believe now the necessary is clear enough. Portugal and entire Europe had a huge crisis. People dead by Black Death, the wars that formed the first nation-states, and now an impediment to the hopes of the emergence of a market society. The Ottomans. They didn't know what they could find in Asia, but they knew there was in Asia, and the new spices came from there. In the East, 
The Ottoman Empire dominates the trade routes. The Italian dominates the Mare Nostrum. In 1415, in somewhere in Gibraltar, and Portuguese men looked overseas. Beyond the strait, in Africa, a new life would born. The Portuguese were the first to dare to discover, the first to dare to expand, the first to use the maritime knowledge in an audacious level never imagined. In that very year, Portugal started the great navigations. Music